Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Swipe up episode 208. This is the show where I share my opinions on current events, things that are going on in the world. I give my woke opinion on my my woke uh this is my controversial show if you're conservative this is a very controversial my opinions are very controversial this is a trigger warning for all conservatives all white supremacists you may melt as you are a fragile snowflake my opinions may make you cry and you are welcome to use my comment section as a place to do all of your crying and moaning and bitching and pretending like you are some kind of superior being that just happens to get triggered whenever uh, somebody like me has an opinion that you disagree with. Uh, So let's get into this uh, very controversial show. Uh, with uh, the first story that I don't think would be that controversial. But you never know. Sometimes I'm surprised at the things people will cry about. Uh, But this first story, Mr. Doodle is an artist from the UK, has a very unique style. Obviously, his name, Mr. Doodle, kind of references the fact that he has a very free doodle style. He does very kind of childlike illustrations very free-flowing, almost automatic. Uh, It's, in a lot of ways, an artist that kind of inspires or is related to the same way I make my art, Uh, kind of in the moment, uh, almost impromptu. Uh, But he just announced and and showed the world his biggest project to date. Uh, Mr. Doodle has doodled his entire house uh this is a crazy thing uh to do and his style kind of makes his house almost look like if you if you aren't looking at the details of it it almost looks like you're staring at a house that is covered in tv static uh something that most people don't even know what that even looks like these days uh, when TVs back in the day, before TVs were flat and thin, and uh, before streaming was a thing, and you got TV from over the air or even from your cable, and you had to go to a knob on the TV and turn it. Uh, when there wasn't being a broadcast, there was static, also called Salt and Pepper War, uh, and that's kind of what his. If, if you're not looking at it specifically at the details, almost it, it inspires those thoughts of static. Uh, but a beautiful house uh, somewhere in the UK, a very, a very two-story, kind of has a, a very, like, has a, the look of a mansion. It's not like a mansion house, but it is a big house, two-story, a beautiful house. And it is covered not only the outside the exterior of the house with this man's doodles but every floor every wall every window every tile every stitch every speck of exposed house which it doesn't seem to be 
much furniture. I mean, it's his actual house. He's married. She, his wife is is all for this as well. She kind of helped in making some of the aspects of the house as well. Um, but every every bit of this house is covered in doodles. And I watched a video of him giving a tour of his house and describing the different themes for the different rooms. And it was interesting. Uh, very religious, it seems. Not very religious, but there's a lot of religious iconography throughout this house. When you walk into the main foyer of the house or the main room of the house where the staircase is, is based on Adam and Eve. Uh, the kitchen, no, the dining room is based on the Last Supper. Uh, there are, one of the rooms is based on the Ark. Actually, no, the bottom floor of the main entranceway is based on the Ark. Uh, so there are two of every animal. And then the upstairs of the main area is based on Adam and Eve. And then, like, the bedroom is based on kind of sleep. Like, all of the doodles are kind of in relation to sleep, sleeping, or dreaming. Uh, similarly to the bathroom is, you know, all about cleanliness, brushing your teeth, taking a shower, all that. The kitchen is all about food, preparation of food. And the dining room, in addition to being Last Supper, is also, you know, enjoying food and, and different types of foods. Which is interesting. It is a very interesting idea. It's a beautiful kind of expression of his art and seeing how he's able to use what on its face seems like a very simple type of artistic style in doodling in these like just simple line drawings of basic kind of cartoonish characters. Uh, but done in a way to where those doodles can act as texture. The, they, they can act like it, it's definitely it, it gives different effects in the different rooms that I, I really enjoy. Like there's one of his rooms is like a cloud room. And the clouds almost look like they're done in a way that almost look like fish scales. And within some of the clouds or doodles, there's a computer room where it's more geometric type of hard lines, but still done in that kind of same, almost like scale type of a pattern, type of a layout. And then within each of those, there are smaller detailed doodles within that. Uh, of course, in the, the main room with the two animals, there's like larger drawings of the animals and then like smaller doodles around them to kind of act as almost a background texture but when you look at the texture itself it is they're all doodles in the main living area the living room area he used a larger uh paint pen to do like way bolder lines that are found in any other room to kind of it definitely makes it look less busy uh, but still looks amazing and then in like the bathroom, each tile is individually, there's a, a small doodle on each tile. So it's, it's an am amazing idea. And he did a stop motion video of him actually doodling the process of it, which that in itself is very beautiful. Like there's so much, there's so much depth to the creativity involved with creating this house. But then to take a look take a step back 
and realize that this is a house he's going to live in, right? Obviously, tons of news. It's, he's being featured in a lot of magazines for this I mean, amazing project. Interviews everywhere, photos everywhere. But, like, I want to see what the house looks like when they're actually living in it. When there's actually furniture in there. When, like, I mean, even parts of the kitchen, like, he doesn't know... Because even like the stovetop, everything's doodled. Every every aspect of this house is doodled. All the windows have doodles on them. Refrigerators got doodles on them. Everything's got doodles on it. So I want to know what it looks like after they actually live in it for a few years, right? What does it look like with furniture, right? Because I'm sure once the furniture goes in, which I mean, the there's a bed in there that has completely doodled there are couch there is some furniture there that is all doodled on as well but like it doesn't look like they actually live it like looks like a display house it looks like it's it's a, a piece of art right a very like immersive type of a piece of art and even the outside of it it's got like these giant pillars there's a statue in the front of the house everything's got doodles on it it's a crazy idea I mean, it is a project that apparently took him two years to do, which not only to doodle, but also to do the time lapse of the process of doodling it and to make that all come together in such a way is is amazing. I mean, that is that's an amazing idea that he was able to execute. And it is a beautiful house. Congratulations for being able as an artist, being able to afford an amazing house and to transform that house into what is his dream come true? I think for some people to live in that house would drive you completely insane. Uh, but it's amazing what he did. But I just want to see, my big question is, I want to see what that looks like after being lived in for a couple years. Because I'm sure just adding life to it, just regular stuff, is going to tone down the doodles. It's going to cover up doodles you know i don't know that's my big question but but an insane an insane project and i highly recommend people uh check out and see look watch the the time lapse video that he made and even i mean go to his go to his account i think it's just uh see yeah just mr doodle on instagram and he's got the walkthrough video the time lapse videos all there it's amazing check it out it's it's almost migraine inducing to look at and to think about having to live in a house like that but for him and thankfully his wife it's a dream come true so good on them it's amazing project a scale at which is astounding and just something you know something that he's clearly so it's so effortless for him to to create in that style that you know he's able to do projects that are that large and that thought out and and there's meaning behind all of it for him and even embedded in that are like he did like doodle versions of some of his favorite classic art pieces which i i appreciated that as well which you'll see if you watch the walkthrough with him he'll talk about um the different he'll talk about all the stuff i think it's great great walkthrough everything's great uh and he's like a very interesting artist uh i i would say 
Uh, so yeah, check it out, Mr. Doodle. Let's take a little break from the show to promote gift certificates. If you want to purchase artwork for somebody, you have an art lover in your life, and you think they would like my art, but you don't know what painting to get them. I have over 2,000 original pieces of art for sale in my store, along with shirts and prints and other things. So I can understand that being a bit daunting if you're trying to buy something for somebody else. Give them the gift certificate, and then they can go to my website, inspireddisorder.com, and they can buy whatever paintings they want. They can buy whatever prints they want. They can buy T-shirts. They can buy hats. They can buy all the different merch. Gift certificates, which are available currently at inspireddisorder.com. And now let's get back to the show. Uh, let's move on to some interesting good news. Apparently... President Joe Biden announced a pardon of all federal offenses of simple, specifically simple marijuana possession, which is great, is great. We live in a country where many states have recreational weed, marijuana, cannabis legal. Many more states have it medically legal. But there are still a large amount of states where it is very illegal. Texas being one of those, mostly red states. Mostly states that don't like people to have freedoms and somehow have convinced their, their residents that they are more free than people in blue states. But this is a great step. Nobody should be in prison. First off, he should. I don't know if he has the power to, but they need to change the they need to federally change their classification of cannabis, of weed, a drug that has never caused a single death in the history of humankind, whereas it is possible to drink enough water to where you would die. Many products that you can purchase at every grocery store, if consumed too much of that product, you could die. It has never happened in the history of mankind that a human has consumed enough weed to die. It is a very safe compound, not to say that people may not, may not work well for people. It may People may use it to self-medicate and avoid dealing with other problems in their life like anything in life can be done, like people can use food to do. But as far as a toxic substance, weed is one of the farthest substances away from toxicity that you can find and was mainly used to put people in prison. It was used as a way with one propaganda in like the 20s. There's a great documentary uh, called The Culture, no, called um, The Union, The Business Behind Getting High. Documentary about weed, talks about the propaganda. Hemp was a product that was going to put, uh, was going to revolutionize paper products and textiles. It was going to be used. Uh, for many 
things that uh, trees were being used for, except for hemp grows far faster, way better for the environment, uh, produces longer lasting, better products as well than trees do. Like hemp in a lot of ways uh, was, it is a product that uh, can be used to make almost anything, is very, it grows very fast and is very good for the environment. And because it was such a good product that was going to revolutionize and take over and dominate many industries, uh, people like William Randolph Hearst, who owned a paper company, uh, started producing propaganda to demonize this substance. And they rebranded the substance as marijuana, right, to try and brand it as a product that was related in some way to uh, people that were coming into this country from the southern border using kind of combining it with racism in a way to scare white people something that fox news is currently doing in the year 2022 trying to scare and and you know probably very effectively as they do with all of their propaganda uh, using this as they do with everything to scare their their loyal sheep into being scared of weed, calling it a gateway drug, calling it dangerous, calling it uh, something that's horrible for humanity, which uh, is not at all something that's ever been proven to be at all. Uh, the drug, drug war that's been wasting a lot of human lives and a lot of money uh, is very ineffective. And marijuana is, I mean, the, the true gateway drugs are the pharmaceuticals that are in uh, the medicine cabinets of parents. Uh, that is generally, in my experience, all the kids who started using drugs and experimenting with drugs started with the pills in their parents' medicine cabinet. Uh, it was not weed. It was the pills. And, uh, you know, far more damaging i mean opioids are uh, really horrible to people really bad there is a crisis of people dying from opioids uh among other pharmaceutical drugs that do not happen with weed so it's nice to see president biden at least taking this step i mean a lot along with everything else it's not like he decriminalized weed it's not like he changed the scheduling of weed it is, in some ways, another half step, but at least it's a step in the right direction of pardoning, letting people out of prison for minor possession charges of a plant that is one of the safest compounds known to mankind. Not toxic at any level. The only way weed could kill a person is if it was bundled together in a giant brick and thrown out of a plane and lands on somebody's head. Consuming it is not toxic. It'll make you, it might make you paranoid, which is pretty good, you know, pretty good side effect, kind of almost self-regulating in some ways. But it also makes you really happy, makes you giggly, makes you laugh at things uncontrollably like you were a child. Remember when you were a kid and like the dumbest thing would happen and you would just uncontrollably laugh till it hurts? Weed can do that. Also give you the munchies, get really hungry, 
which is why it's great for cancer patients, for people that have uh, no appetite from either the, the drugs that they're taking or just the illness itself. Also can help with pain relief, with relaxation. Indicas are great for that. Also very inspirational plant as well. So it's good. President Biden doing some good half steps, kind of out of nowhere too. Obviously, midterms are coming up. Everybody's trying to make a push for doing good things, at least in some ways acting like good things are happening. Uh, so this is good. I, it was kind of out of nowhere. I was surprised. I was happy. And it's definitely a, a step in the right direction. It would be nice if it was just rescheduled and, you know, scheduled appropriately. Because right now it is it is scheduled based on just ridiculous propaganda. And if you're somebody that actually wants to be educated on how this whole hysteria about weed started, check out the documentary The Union. It's it's a great documentary. I've talked to the producer of the documentary the, the that documentary, Adam Scorgi, on multiple occasions on an old podcast I did. Uh, he's a great dude. He's put out, along with his team, he's put out a lot of documentaries, uh, kind of focusing on many different people and, and things. And uh, the first documentary of his that I watched was The Union, and it, it was back before I smoked weed. It was one of the things that changed my mind on, changed my perspective and my views on weed and what it was and why... I believed the things I did because I was subject to the same propaganda that was created in the early 1900s and is still being used by major news networks in the year a hundred years later. Fox News is regurgitating the same complete and absolute lies uh, just to scare people. It is amazing like how effectively Fox News is at getting people scared of the most ridiculous things, right? Like, like people handing out drugs on Halloween, right? As if drugs don't cost money, right? A a as if like the only people that would be handing out drugs would be the conservatives trying to prove a point, trying to incite a story, trying to, to prove their delusions right. There's another story I'm going to talk about that's similar to that. But those would be the only people, because no drug dealer is going to give away free product, something that costs way more than candy. By the way, candy is a lot more damaging to people. Obviously, they're scared of fentanyl being handed out, which the whole fentanyl craze thing is, is a, an interesting kind of bit of misinformation as well. But... Nobody's handing out weed. Nobody's handing out weed, gummies. That stuff's expensive. And if they did by accident, if that were to happen, not toxic. Not toxic. Candy is literally worse for you than weed. You know, can lead to actual diseases. Obesity, diabetes, heart conditions. Versus a kid getting high and dosed. I mean, it's going to be scary. 
Don't get me wrong. It would be scary if you're a kid and you got dosed with weed. Very scary. But nobody's doing that. Nobody's intentionally doing that. It's ridiculous. Like, it's the same reason why people don't give out full-size candy bars. Because that would be stupid. Nobody's buying full-size candy bars to hand out on Halloween. Because that would cost a lot of money. Exponentially more ridiculous would be handing out marijuana candy. Because that costs way more than full size. You know, like a bag of weed gummy bears is like 20 bucks. Nobody's handing out $20 bags. of That's ridiculous. That is the dumbest idea. Anyway, good on Biden. I'm, I'm happy for this. Uh, not my favorite president, but he's doing some good things. He's do way better. Way better than if... Trump was still in, in office. Like, it would be mind-blowing. Mind-blowing the, the differences in society. It's still not good. Anyway, let's move on. A mom and her kids were rammed head-on by police car. Cops had the wrong person. I just saw today another video in New York of cops a cop car an suv just you saw is like a security camera footage and across the street you saw the the cop car coming and it goes across the oncoming lane and just slams into a corner of a building it hit a bunch of people there were kids injured people that were standing on the street on the sidewalk so much damage caused by this cop that lost control of their car i mean they didn't slow down it seemed like they it looked like they were intentionally ramming into somebody and just slammed their car into it, it, ridiculous but this one apparently the police were going to use their car to ram into somebody they thought was a quote-unquote bad guy and we all know cops do not value life Death is their first instinct to cause death upon anybody they feel may on some level be a threat in some way, maybe. I don't know. But let's just better safe than sorry as far as the cops are concerned to. I better eliminate this person's life before finding out anything about him. Right? Because the worst that would happen to me is unemployment. Unless... Unless this cop accidentally or intentionally, unless this cop kills somebody and that death sparks global protests, right? Like George Floyd, global protest where people all over the entire world protested the, the police brutality and the killing. That is one of the only times a police officer will get charged and convicted. But the vast majority of times that the police officers knowingly and intentionally end human life usually just get suspended. Sometimes paid, sometimes unpaid. I mean, we looked at all look at all the the police officers from Uvalde and I mean f almost 400 law enforcement people heavily armed 
waiting around an hour, pretty much doing everything to help the shooter, actively keeping away anybody that actually wanted to stop the mass shootings from happening. Right? They aided the shooter in every way possible. Only until recently did those police officers get suspended. Not unemployment, suspensions. Right? It, talk about dragging your feet for a little slap on the hand. It is so rare that police officers get punished accurately and accordingly to the crimes that they commit regularly. On a regular basis, police officers murder unarmed men, women, and children. Unarmed. Maybe they have something in their hands that the cop can use as an excuse for why they ended a life. But the majority of the time, it's not. There's a video pretty recently about a, a guy eating McDonald's in his car and a cop comes up and just instantaneously unloads on this kid eating McDonald's in a parking lot. It is like they are the largest terrorist threat to American citizens. Right? If you are a parent of a child, do not let your kid out in public holding anything especially a toy gun because the police will use an object in a hand as an excuse to end their life it is illegal in the view of police for a citizen to hold a thing in their hands toy gun candy lighter vape pen car keys something in your hand maybe they a lot of times they don't even need something they could just say you had something in your hand they a lot of times they whatever story whatever weak ass story a police officer can imagine on the spot to justify ending a life the police department will run with it the news organizations will run with it Everybody will run with it. Any kind of investigation that might happen is done by the people who perpetrate the crimes in general. So nothing happens. The only time anything might happen is if their murder causes global protests. So this is disgusting. There's no reason for cops to be using their vehicle in order to kill anybody. And the fact that they got the wrong person isn't surprising because that happens quite a bit as well. Usually with these no-knock warrants where they break into somebody's house and shoot whoever's alive inside. You're sleeping in your bed. Hmm. Well, that was your last dream. Staying at a friend's house? Well, that's the last time you're hanging out. Right? Wrong people get killed. They break into the wrong houses. Although apparently the Breonna Taylor thing where it was the wrong house, apparently that was a, an intentional hit. Which isn't surprising. 
but there needs to be federal regulations on cops, which there is none. It is up to the specific police precinct in every specific area to come up with whatever rules they want. There is no federal regulation for police officers. There needs to be federal regulation to specifically identify their jobs, what to do, what not to do. There needs to be a complete and utter audit on every single police department. Right? We need to find out all of the officers that have records that nothing is done about, and they need to be ejected immediately. They need to be charged accordingly. All of the the reckless spending that goes on, these giant budgets that all these police departments have that are exponentially larger than any other public service need to be chopped down because those budgets are used to pay victims through lawsuits because the police, the only way they're, they're punished is lawsuits and the only people that pay for those lawsuits are the citizens through their tax dollars. It is disgusting. So they need to be regulated, they need to be audited, and they need to be heavily defunded because they get way too much money, way too many tax dollars for what they do to our society, for the people they kill on a regular basis, for the harassment, for the terrorizing they do. They need to be defunded heavily. They need to stop being sent to mental health crises. We need to realize that the police do not stop crime. They do not solve crimes in many instances. They cause crimes. And those people should not be collecting tax money for openly, freely ending life and causing crimes and terrorizing citizens that live in this country. Uh, and this is just another example of how absolutely disgusting the police are. And now everybody can cry in my comments about it. You're wrong. My cousin's really nice. You would really like him. Well, your cousin works with murderers. And every single police officer, quote-unquote good cop, that tries to investigate, expose corruption, bad policing, murders, all those things, those people get killed, they get chewed up and spit out. They don't exist. Good cops get ejected immediately. Right? That needs to be the complete opposite. Every single bad cop needs to have that kind of treatment. They need to be expelled. They need to be filtered out. They shouldn't exist in those positions of power. But that's not, it's completely flipped. It is an institution that is populated by horrible people. And the only quote unquote good people that might be part of that system aren't doing anything, and if they do, would be ejected. So there are no good cops. If good cops existed, bad cops wouldn't. And that's just not the, the reality we're living in.
Let's take a little break from the show to promote. If you sign up for Inspired Disorder Plus for one year specifically, you get a free painting. So a year subscription of Inspired Disorder Plus is $50. The painting, the majority of them are $100. So it's $150 value signing up for one year of Inspired Disorder Plus. So not only do you get a free painting, but you also are subscribed to Plus for a year, which means that you can binge this show, the Ray Taylor Show, ad-free, the full week, ad-free available on on Monday. You also get discounts that are members-only pricing type of deals. All of the podcasts that I've produced in the past, close to 20 different podcasts, I've produced hundreds of episodes. There's also my personal blog. You can ask me anything if you want to start podcasting or get into art. All of that stuff available in addition to a free painting when you sign up to one year subscription of Inspired Disorder Plus. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. And now let's get back to the show. So let's move on to the final story. Uh, This was an image posted on Twitter, I think. Uh, Four Humboldt County churches reported vandalism. Uh, This is a common type of story that I see where churches or conservative homes or like Republican um, candidate headquarters get vandalized, quote-unquote. But it is so obvious how absolutely fake. Like, these are clearly people doing it to themselves. They are people that want so badly to be a martyr. They so badly want to be the victim, right? They so badly want some kind of justification that they are in some ways being attacked. And this is a great example of it, right? I want to talk about this image, right? So this is a side of a church, I guess, a wall. And there's a lot of stuff spray painted on this wall. Okay. It's got BLM. It's got 666. It's got the anarchy symbol as the A in Antifa. It's got kill MAGA slash pigs. And then on the bottom, it's woke dash up. Let me talk about now as an artist. As somebody who is not a fan of organized religions in general, but specifically the Christian religions as mostly because of my personal experiences growing up in church and seeing the reality, the absolute bullshit that is church, that is the Christian business model uh, where they use unpaid child labor for everything, you know, but they have no problems like the priests and the, the preachers and and the pastors have no problem collecting a paycheck, but everybody else is volunteering, right? God, for everybody else, God will repay them tenfold, right? That's what they tell everybody. That's what they tell all the kids that work for free, that do their performances for free. Meanwhile, the priests and the pastors that perform every week, they get a salary, but the kids don't get a salary. So benefiting off of free child labor, but also an organization that is historically known for abusing children in all ways, not just unpaid labor, but actually attacking children, uh, grooming children, 
brainwashing children, but then also protecting the abusers, uh, specifically the Catholic Church, but also you know Mormon churches, Christian churches. They they it's regular that priests and pastors, anybody that's in kind of any authority place position in these religious cults uh regularly kind of get exposed as being child predators uh, and generally are forgiven by the people or protected by the organizations themselves so i'm not a fan of churches right i wouldn't spend my time tagging them i'm not one who has ever used spray paint in general let alone to deface property not my thing but if i was the only thing out of all of this that I would be putting on a church would be the 666. I would be only putting things that are scary to the brainwashed devotees of the cult, right? Anything satanic would freak them out. So 666, a pentagram is a no-brainer. Uh, any kind of mention of Satan, the devil, hell, all of those things are great. Th just great things that I would think somebody wanting to scare or intimidate people of that church would use. Because those are the things directly related to that institution. Now, so that that's one sign that this is fake. The other sign is the anarchy symbol, right? They all do this. It's weird. This is like trends that you see in these right-wing. First off, they're using all the terms that they are the only ones who use, like woke, right? Woke, I don't feel, is a pejorative. It's used as a pejorative to them. Like, they're somehow talking down to people who are awake, you know? Like, being awake in some way is a bad thing. Um, but, w like, people who are on the liberal side or the left-leaning side don't use the term woke i'm not woke i did you know ironically at the beginning of this show but because i knew this was coming up but nobody uses woke the term woke up is a weird like they they clearly try and use some made-up slang which is always interesting another trend that they do uh another trend is obviously the blm Nobody's putting Black Lives Matter on a church unless it's a racist church. You know, nobody's, it's, BLM isn't something you write. The anarchy symbol, sure. But the anarchy symbol isn't connected to Antifa in any way. They seem to think it is. They think the anarchy symbol is Antifa. It's, they're separate. They're separate. Anybody that's familiar, who writes the anarchy symbol, they know what it is. And it's never followed by Antifa. They're separate things, but they love to do that. And this is the first time I've seen them do the anarchy symbol correct in any way. Usually they do it where the A is like kind of perfectly inside the circle. Like they do an A and then they draw a circle around it where we all know the anarchy symbol, the tops and sides, like all of the aspects of the A burst through the edges of the zero of the O that's around the anarchy. Okay. So at least they did the A right. 
a little bit too straight up and down. I mean, all this is very much like they're using the slats in the paneling on this building as like lined paper. And they're almost like writing things like they are. They're so they're so like programmed as sheep that even while trying to pretend to be vandals, they can't help but follow the lines of the building as if it's like lined paper, right? That's how programmed they are, right? Versus anarchy, not a whole, like the, the last aspect that's like the antithesis of anarchy. So the A spells out Antifa, which nobody's writing Antifa. Maybe if it was on a cop car or something like that. Same thing with the pigs. Pigs refers to as police. Nobody would use that in reference to a church. And nobody's calling for the death of MAGA, right? They think, they think we are because that's what their politicians are saying, that the liberals are killing us, right? That's what Marjorie Taylor Greene was, was telling people at one of those rallies. But nobody is. No, it's generally, especially like the domestic terrorists, all tend to be right-leaning. They, usually their manifestos are very conservative, really regurgitating a lot of things that they heard on Fox News. But nobody's killing MAGA. Literally. Maybe metaphorically it would be nice for that movement to die off, but nobody's literally out there killing them. Uh, and wouldn't call them MAGA pigs, unless it was a police station that was full of cops that are racist, which most are. So there's a lot of things that are pointing to fake in this, right? Following the lines, the plethora of what they think are the enemy to them, right? BLM is their enemy. Antifa is their enemy. Apparently anarchy. Uh, they think we're out to kill them. Uh, pigs, apparently. Uh, 666, the only one, 666, the only one out of all this, whoever thought, it clearly feels like there were two people, right? There's two different kinds of, and whoever did the 666, clearly. And you could tell they were nervous because that last six is a little sketchy, right? Christians get scared when they step near anything they may deem satanic. So whoever wrote the 666, by that last six, they were scared. Like, their adrenaline level was so high. They're like, oh, I can't believe I'm writing the mark of the devil on this church, right? They probably had nightmares. They probably had to pray about it that night. But clearly fake. It's not like if, they were, if somebody was going to vandalize a church, it would be all satanic shit. That's how you'd scare the, the Christian people. They don't like all this other stuff. That's just like what they it's clearly their propaganda. The thing that the forces that are out to get them. So anyway, this kind of fake martyrdom is hilarious as a trend is hilarious. Every time I see one, like it seems like every other week there's a new a new attack, a new vandalism. Like the funny one was a conservative like political headquarters where it had a lot of this same stuff. But they didn't write anything over their logo. Like, they didn't deface the Republican logo, which would be the first thing. Like, in that case, if I, as an artist, as somebody who's, like, if I was going to be a vandal in some way, which I've never done in my entire life, 
If I were to pick up a spray can, which I've rarely ever held a spray can in my entire life and have never painted, used a spray can on a building, if I were to pick up a spray can and go to a Republican uh, political headquarters and deface a window, the first thing I would do is paint a swastika over the Republican logo because that is a reflection of that party and something that they are clearly hiding. Less so today. They seem to be pretty accepting of the Nazi flags that show up at their rallies and stuff, but clearly one of the first things I would do, which an example of that in where I live in the Coachella Valley, there is a, a street called El Paseo kind of a fancy upper level shopping experience. And there was an artist that had like a giant space and is a very conservative artist, not a great artist. I don't know how they got their money, huge space on El Paseo. I don't think they still have it, but during Trump's, they had cardboard cutouts of notable liberal politicians like Hillary Clinton on and on. And then they put like bullet holes and like she, it was dumb. But there was vandalism, and what they put on there were swastikas on the windows, which makes sense because that is so much of the conservative party is in line with the fascism of Germany back when Hitler was in, in popular demand. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, interesting to see this and i wanted to talk about it as an artist if i were going to be doing something like that how i would like this is how i would know because it's just they're throwing too many things at the wall it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense there's no it, it like all of this is just the things the only thing that's impressive is that they actually drew the anarchy symbol right for the first time and they added the 666 those are the only two things that feel off if it was just those two things it would be way more plausible than all of that other stuff that's there as well. So anyway, let's do some shout-outs and get out of here. Shout-out to Mr. Doodle. Shout-out ABC News. Shout-out Vice News. And shout-out Dave underscore Anthony underscore. But most importantly, shout-out to you. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com and follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.